Hello, hello. Hello. Oh I'm really God. nervous. Why would you be nervous? We, we do this every week. We have a live studio audience. Oh, that's true. <laughs> my friend Justin's in town and he is listening in to the pod as it's being recorded. Yeah, he's sitting just a couple feet away from us and he's on his air mattress on his phone. <laughs> I don't know, doing what he's probably reviewing everything we said. I think he's very intrigued. He's yeah. hanging off of every word. I yeah. see a big smile. I think that means we're doing well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It means we're charming. I'm very excited because we've had like a person awkwardly in the room for like recording of the videos. <laughs> yes. Like, like Jackson does it all the time, yes. but never for the podcast. This so this is, the is first a first. Time. I wouldn't say it's awkward. Yeah. If there's ever a bad opinion, Justin Boo. <laughs> yes, exactly. Feel boo. free to jump in with any boos. I yeah. feel like the people at home would agree and really enjoy it. It's good. Like if some podcasts have like beep boops and sound effects and everything. Yeah. It, I that's mean, a little. That's. <laughs> I, I don't I know if that's going to be cute. I don't oh know my god! This is, I was totally expecting. No, you I to think be very I, anti. No, that. I listen to podcasts that do that. I'm like, oh, that's cute. But like, would I? have the time and energy to be like, oh, we have a soundboard now. I'm going to press a yeah, button. Yeah, I was about like, to say that's like a that's little a lot it's for more, you it's, to do. It's more work than I feel like doing. Okay, so you heard it here. Matt Palmer doesn't care about the listeners. And well, you he wants do, to be lazy. You could do it, Matt Steele. You could bring something to the podcast. Beep, boop, bat, no, uh, not bad. Applause. <laughs> not bad. Welcome back to another Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. It's been another week. It's true. Summer's dwindling down. I can't believe that. I know. It's truly like about to be September. I mean, we still have like a full month left of summer, kind of. But yeah, but I don't. Technically, technically yes, but like emotionally, no. You know, like yeah, August is feels like the last summer month. It is because like school starts in September yeah. usually, where it did like when I was little. Yeah. Now I feel more and more schools are opening and are like start in August. Right. Which I always find weird. It's like no September. Right. September is the month to start school, day after Labor Day. Yeah. That's that's what God intended. I mean. Now, now that every school across America is changing I feel like pre-COVID, everything was inching towards year-round school for the kids. But who knows post-COVID what they're going to be doing, if they're all going to be at home. They should be at home because some people aren't in Florida and it's a fucking mess already. So it's fine. Well, on to better and happier topics. <laughs> exactly. Matt Steele. Yes. How was your week? My week was fun. What did I do? I saw like some movies. I, um, what movies? I'll, well, I'll, we'll talk about that oh, later. Oh, God. Um, on Friday, I had a birthday dinner for myself. Right. Even though my birthday was two months ago. Was going to say. Um, well, so my coworkers, Travis and Alicia, who do not listen to the podcast, so I can talk about it honestly. I love it. it was, I love it was Travis. Lovely, oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, I can talk about it honestly because I, I messed up. Uh, so <laughs> How did you mess up your birthday dinner? Well, okay. So they, ever since like my birthday, which is June 19th, uh, Alicia's like, I need to take you out for your birthday. I need to take you out for your birthday because uh-huh. we both took Alicia out for her birthday, yeah. which is in May. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, you know, you don't have to take me out for my birthday. I don't really care. Um, but so she was like insistent that one day she will take me out for my birthday. Okay. So uh, Travis made the reservation probably like two weeks ago. Okay. I was like, okay, Friday, uh, August, whatever day that was. Yeah. Uh, at 5.45, we have reservations for this pizza place in Brentwood. Okay. And I was like, great, awesome. Well, two weeks goes by. <laughs> You've completely forgotten. I completely Oh, forget. my gosh. So I see a movie Friday afternoon. <laughs> I come back home. I'm wearing shorts and a little old T-shirt. Mm. And I, I get some boba, walk around. And the second I get home, like after finishing my boba, I'm like, I'm just going to sit around all Jesus. day, not do anything. And it is. What like, time is it now? It's 540. <laughs> And I just get a text from Travis being like, I'm at the table. And I was like, what? 
So I luckily this restaurant is less than a mile away. Yes. And so of course I texted. It took me like two minutes to process and be right. like, what do I do? What do I do? And I was like, do I cancel? And then I'm like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I literally actively can't do that. So I, uh, so I was just like, oh, oh, I'm I'm running a little late. And so I like threw some nice clothes on. And it just, is like, surprising it that you door. guys weren't texting about this like prior to the meal. That's the thing. Yeah. That, and that I I because I always do. That. Yeah. I'm it's like always, oh we're still on for tonight. Still on like for tonight. can we see you guys? Tonight, whatever it is, exactly, Nothing. and this did not happen. And do you use an, a Google Calendar or of some kind? Like, do you use a oh, cal? Oh no, oh no. Well, how do you keep track of anything? Uh, just I remember, or I like don't. I was gonna say <laughs> I'm usually very, very good at remembering plans. Yeah. Uh, but this time, if if it's something like a doctor's appointment, I'll put it in my like phone calendar yeah, yeah. or something like that, just to remember the time. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like hanging out with friends, I'm I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time good at remembering. All right. This well, was an instance where I was not. Point oh oh one happened. You know, I was only 15 minutes late. That's not bad. That's not horrible. That's not and bad. It, it, the reason why I was so late was because I had a hard time finding parking. Mm. So cause I got there around, I mean, like probably like five minutes after. Okay. But, but you know. Love that. So it was rough, but... I, I was just like, oh, yes, I just got out of a movie, <laughs> which wasn't a total lie. Not a total lie. I hope they don't listen to this podcast I mean, years down the I'll road. I'll forward it to them t- this evening. No. <laughs> Sorry, I got to do it. But we had a Got to keep you honest. We had a lovely time and, you know, walked around afterwards and it was really fun. And Great. Then I saw my other coworker, Brian. It was it was a nice week. That's weekend good. Filled of stuff and Great. work and yes yeah how about your week what'd you do my week was also good i went to uh balboa again just for thursday night into friday day and um i just had one more day i worked from there which was weird to just be like working in a different place because i guess we're all in covid times we're all like just work from wherever you are and i did that had a lot of meetings and i was like hello Hello. So because the, the internet wasn't great there, but it was fine. Made it through. And then uh, Justin obviously came into town. We love him. Yeah, we love him. We love him. He, he was here with his boyfriend, Andy, and Andy left and Justin sang a couple extra days at our home. And so that has been lovely. We actually watched some episodes of The O.C. season four today, which I really love. And I had forgotten how much I love season four and like stand for it and think people talk shit about the end of The O.C. But season three is bad and season four is good. And I want us all to remember that as a culture. All right. You know, we'll remember that as a culture. You watch it and you're like, wow, this really was 15 years ago. Like you look at the fashions, you listen to the music in the background and you're just like, oh, God, how old am I? And, um, you know, lest we forget. And I realized that the like tagline of the show is this, as Justin pointed out. But like, man, Ben McKenzie is so hot. He was I know he was very a formative crush for me. Yeah. And I think he still looks good. I think he like has a wife and daughter or something. And like, you know, good for him. Good for her. Good Good for the wife. Yeah, I know. Good for her. She's living the dream. Truly. Um, So, yeah, it was a good weekend and lovely having a friend in town. Sorry, it's a day late. But honestly, it's like. Monday or Tuesday, who cares? You're getting that. <laughs> You're, it's been seven days since the last podcast. I didn't feel that bad. I'll just have you know, three weeks in a row, we've been doing, like, the podcast goes up on a Tuesday. Maybe it'll be permanent. Who Maybe. Knows? Who knows? Everyone's, we like to keep you on your toes. You never yeah. know when it's coming out, Monday or Tuesday. The two game mats are unpredictable. It's, uh, the first thing we are is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But I believe it is now time. To dive into the news for idiots. Is there a lot of news this week? There was more news today than there was yesterday when I started putting this together. All right. This is why sometimes we're a day late. Yes. Uh, so firstly, Casey Musgraves. Oh, you told me to watch this trailer <laughs> and I didn't. That's okay. Sorry, she I has had to eat. announced her new album, uh, Star Cross, her new album and new film. 
uh, which features cameos by Eugene Levy, Princess Nokia, RuPaul's Drag Race's Simone, Victoria Pedretti, and Megan Stalter, who's so funny, who's like an Instagram comedian, who's also on the show Hacks, which is great. And it's coming out on Paramount Plus on the day of the release, which I believe is September 10th. There's a whole track listing out now. And I was like, oh, what is this film going to be? Is it like a documentary of her making the album? And I'm like, oh, no, this is a lemonade-esque like she, it's like this is a tragedy told in three acts and Casey Musgraves has seems like music videos for every song that are going to be telling a narrative story she looks amazing in the trailer I watched her interview with Zane Lowe on Apple Music and that was it's just like so exciting and so lovely apparently the album starts where in mean, the film starts as she's kind of like the narrator but then she becomes the lead character of course okay. and Zane was like you know a lot of artists would have you know had that distance of remaining just the like voiceover person throughout the whole thing like telling this story and it's so she's like no I have to be I was the one like I'm very honest to my music golden hour was all about me falling in love and it would be completely disingenuous if I wasn't honest about what happened with my relationship well we're ready and that's the thing it's like ready for that dark hour I mean I feel like the only thing that I want out of a musical film is a divorce (laughs) (laughs) you know like this is the musical marriage story that we deserved and that I thought Lemonade was going to be for the first two thirds I swear I was watching that being like this is them announcing a divorce and like I'm so in love with it (laughs) and then Sam Castles came in and then Jay-Z popped up and I was like Oh, oh, I will never forget Matt Palmer's reaction when Jay Z showed his face I in the Matt Palmer was like, "What I is believe. this? What is he doing?" I just was so certain I knew what I was watching, and I did not. So this is the divorce visual album that I thought Lemonade was going to be, and of course, Lemonade's perfect. I'm not shading Lemonade, but I am just so impressed. Like, who knows where she's going to go musically? The first song, the opening track, I assume, um, "Star Cross," that is the opening track. Uh, is out now and it kind of has some psychedelic country influences but like I feel like there's such a big wide range of music that she could be doing here she did that song with Troy Sivan uh, that was kind of like an indie dance pop thing and like who knows if some of that sound is streaming into her music these days I'm just so excited and Lemonade like cross genres as well so exactly you have a big visual f- f- fest of I'm angry at my husband. <laughs> yes. Like visual album moment. Yes. You got to just sing what I, if, if it's a show tune, it's a show tune. Right. If it's, you know, rap, it's rap. Do you think she'll rap? I don't imagine she'll rap. You never know. You never know. You really don't. But I am very excited. I am thrilled about it. And it's coming September 10th. So everyone get ready. All right. Speaking of uh, musical brunettes, uh, Olivia Rodrigo dropped her music video for Brutal. What? How did I, I not see this? I, How did like- I, I came home from work and I was like, oh, did you listen to K.C. Musgraves' new song? Right. And he was like, well, it's a visual album. Yeah. You should know this. And I'm like, I did not see any of this information <laughs> right. all, at all today. Right. And now I had no idea that there was a Brutal music video. There's a Brutal music video. It is very cool. Very good. But I would be remiss if I did not say it's very Reno Sawayama. Like, really? it's like you watch the excess video uh-huh. and you're making, and I feel like there are a lot of pop girls kind of doing this. Like Rita Ora's album cover when she put out her EP was very Rina Sawayama. And, uh, just like, the, I feel like people are quietly being very inspired by Rina Sawayama. And like we said, she is the future of music and the world and wonderfulness. So yes, that's great. But I... I hope Olivia Rodrigo gives her a shout out or something because Rena deserves a bigger platform. I don't know. It's a good video. Great song. I love it. It's I mean, Arena. I mean, I'm now thinking of Brutal and Excess together and yeah. like 
They definitely work together. You need the mashup. They're definitely not not similar. Yes, they're <laughs> like, not not similar. So, uh, and I mean, if there's a song to like emulate, it's XS, yes. which is one of the best songs of you know, right? The century. I mean, of course, it's, but, it's more the video that's giving me Rena than the song. But okay. both both are great. Uh, but I'm just excited that the Olivia Rodrigo reign is not letting up because like, how many singles are we in now? There was Driver's License, Deja Vu, Good for You, Good for You, Traders on the Radio, and now is there's it? yeah, and now there's a Brutal Music video. Okay, that's so five I mean, out of like a couple songs. A couple songs left. To I was gonna say, I might mean, as well just create a whole visual album. Uh, Billie Eilish said she was gonna do that. Create a video for every single song on her. There's album. so many songs. That's on her what album. I was thinking. There's a lot of songs. Who has the that. time? I guess she does. I guess she does. She has the money she, to do it. Now that she definitely has. Um. I feel like this is not something we usually talk about, but it was just such a mess. Uh, have you been following the Jeopardy host thing at all? Yeah. Uh, so just, uh, people screaming about it on on Twitter and everything. Right. So there is this guy, Mike Richards, who's an executive, and he was an executive at, I believe, The Price is Right, and was trying to be the host of that show, but Drew Carey beat him out to be the host there. Mm-hmm. He then moved to be the executive producer of Jeopardy, and it was so clear to the people on staff that he was angling to be the host at some point. And so after all of these guest host spots happened, he had a guest hosting spot, and he also was the executive producer, like executive producing and having final editing say on every other guest spots thing. So when people are like, oh, LeVar Burton actually wasn't that good. It's like, well, Mike Richards was editing his episode. You know what I mean? Like, it just is kind of a mess. And so then they announced that Mike Richards is the new host. And of course, this person, which every person who is an idiot has a podcast, had a podcast. People went back and listened to it because they're like, fuck this guy. I don't like him. And they found him talking shit about women and Jewish women and calling people sluts and hoes and just like... If you ever want to get canceled, and I mean, I'm saying this to myself, I guess included, but just like have a podcast (laughs) because you'll talk enough that you're going to say something really fucking dumb that you'll make sure that you're never the host of Jeopardy. I mean, I call you a slut and a hoe on this podcast. I mean, and hey, I I will remember that. I'm going to timestamp this very moment. So when you're in, you know, the next uh, West Side Story, I'll be like, huh. Recast when them. I'm in the next West Side yeah. Story, as who? I don't know. I've never seen West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could be like a, Anita in my bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a great Anita behind closed doors. I bet. Yes. I bet. I don't know that you'd be cast as Anita. No, no. But you'll be in something, and I'll make sure you get uncast. You know what? If, <laughs> if Cher can play all the parts in West Side Story, then I can as well. I just don't understand why this man. Still, the executive producer of the show. Like he's not going to be the. Oh, he's host, still attached to the but show. He's still attached to the show. Oh, that's interesting. I say. I mean, I feel like this whole process. The fact that there are so many think pieces out there. I think the one that really brought him down was the Ringer, but it's so publicly tarnished the Jeopardy name, and which I feel like weirdly is one that people like hold in high regard. And Alex Trebek was such a big deal and mm-hmm. so beloved. It's like get this guy out of here. Yeah, in he, full, right? he can retire. He can like, retire. He, like, how old is he? He's retiring. Age. He's not that old. Well, he's not that <laughs> old, but like, he's rich enough where you oh, can retire. For young. sure, for sure. Like, he's he's. He's done it. He should. He, he could retire. just at least retire off the show. Go quietly be executive producer on some other, you know, game show, and no one will have to think about you again. But you've sullied Jeopardy a bit. Alex back is looking down unhappy. Yeah, and we don't want to make him unhappy. We well, like him. What we can do, I saw like my friend Louis Vertel, like people like uh, tweeting, like, oh, Louis Vertel should uh, host Jeopardy. Ooh, what he said. And he's just like, maybe, yeah. Oh, that (laughs) would be good. I mean, of course, like he must know, you know, it it will go to someone more famous than I. Right. But he's probably just like, yep, I would be great. Hey, why not? Hey, why not? We'd love a gay uh, 
Jeopardy host. That'd be great. Um, did you hear about this OnlyFans thing? Yeah. I'm still a little confused about it. Apparently, OnlyFans has announced that they're going to be banning sexually explicit content starting in October. But it's like, isn't the whole point of OnlyFans ex- like uh, content that is explicit? No, it's not. OnlyFans is started as pretty much a like but a patron hello but what are they known for what is the reason that they have this valuation it's certainly because of sex work. of course yeah that's what it like became right that, i don't think that was like the initial like intent well intent does not that intent does not impact <laughs> <laughs> and the impact was for the point and it's like people i feel like that is a very straightforward way of getting one's porn if that is something you want is like you're paying the creator it's not like going through a weird scuzzy thing where you don't know where they're finding the guys it's just like the person themselves how they're treating the actors exactly (laughs) they are the actors so hopefully Mm -hmm. they're treating themselves well i just feel like this is coming from like the investors of OnlyFans. it just feels like remember when tumblr banned porn yeah and we haven't talked about tumblr since (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah OnlyFans will definitely go quietly which is like is that what you want yeah that's that's what is confusing because they say they said that um they're doing it because uh, they want to get more advertisers and everything attached to, you know, the platform. Right. And they can't have certain advertisers, obviously, if there's if it's known as this, you know, porn platform. Right. Um. So. So, you know, I understand that. But it's also kind of like, well, but n- like people will forget about it. exactly. You know? so, but I know that just for fans is was specifically designed. Yes. for for porn so I, yeah. then, I then also read a tweet today about like the CEO of just for fans, apparently sexually did some things that are un. I, All right. Yes, well, did something bad. A new Someone <laughs> who is safe and not, uh, you know, an alleged rapist. Please start a platform for those people. Because the thing is, I feel like now there are so many sex workers that it's like, oh, this is where my income is coming from. It's from OnlyFans, and now they have to like figure out a new place to perform and do their work. Because it's like it's work. I, you know, that's yeah. something that. But I don't have any doubt that a new platform will come. I hope and, so. And they'll be able to do it. You know. So, but hey, Moni, I know. Monique has an OnlyFans that is for like cooking. So does Dorinda on Housewives of New York. Yeah. I don't know what her OnlyFans is about, but it they definitely yes, yeah, uh, that is available to them. But I mean, it does feel like just go to Patreon if you're not going to be. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe OnlyFans is more like phone friendly. Oh, than, like, Patreon is. Patreon maybe. isn't. I mean, no shade. We're on Patreon, but like it, the app's not great. Oh, there's an app. Didn't even know. <laughs> Didn't even know. Not great. Okay, well. Well, something to work on for Patreon. Um, In other news out there, Aaliyah's One in a Million is now on streaming platforms. And it's very exciting. I still feel a little weird listening to it there because of the the Barry guy who put it up there and didn't really work with the estate on getting it out. But it is just nice seeing a lot of people like finding Aaliyah's music. Mm -hmm. And it like, I feel like it was the number one uh, album on iTunes R&B for a minute there. It has like songs on the Spotify viral chart. And it's just like, man, after... You know, and this album from 1998 is still having such an impact on people. I don't know. I just, I love it. Oh, you know, I listened to I Refuse right away with those, those <laughs> well, horses. I clomping. Refuse is not on One in a Million, darling. No, but the, um, oh, no, 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 no. The, uh, that's on the, the Red Album. That's yes. not out. That's out September 10th. Yes, right? that's out okay. a little later. Oh, same day as Casey. Oh, uh, which Our one are we going to be streaming? I mean, well, both. <laughs> I mean, Casey. Casey I, we can right always listen to the Red Album rush, now. Yeah. Um, but it also has a very good remix of Hot Like Fire that I had forgotten about. And um, it's so much better than the original Hot Like Fire, which I think is very fine and or borderline bad. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> there's a remix that's the last track on the album that I did not have in my Aaliyah collection. So I'd recommend listening to that. I wish they had the radio mix of the one I gave my heart to, which you know how I feel about. Ooh, <laughs> I gave my heart to. 
Break my heart so bad. Yes, tell me, Diane. Yes, right, give, give Diane her money. <laughs> get her those streams. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, she'll get her money. But you know, her upcoming—not uh, upcoming albums. The albums have been out for twenty years. But the self-titled album is being released on September tenth, and then a pair of compilations are uh, "I Care for You" and "Ultimate Aaliyah" are October eighth, and then the "Romeo Must Die" soundtrack, which features one of the songs I really love called "I Don't Wanna," uh, and "Exit Wounds" arrive on September third. So. More Leah in the coming weeks. The original JoJo albums, which again you shouldn't listen to, listen to the records, are coming out as well. But I'm glad people are finding Leah. Speaking of JoJo, yes, yes, I saw her tweeting something about like an EP that's coming out. She's putting out an EP. She put out a new single called, I believe, "Worst." I assume, and it has a one shot video. It's just her and a dancer, and it's really cool and really good. She looks amazing. She sounds amazing. Okay, I'm excited. I just love that. Like now that jo- JoJo can just like make music, she's just like, yeah, I'm making music every second. Of oh, every she's day. releasing it every five seconds. It good feels. for her. Yeah. Because she was silenced for so long. Yeah. You know, like Oprah said, but were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> we uh, need the Oprah JoJo interview. Honestly. When's it coming? I mean, I need that. Um, I have a question for you, darling. Okay. Apparently there are nine COVID uh, cases on the set of Big Brother. Not oh. in the cast. Oh, in the, in the, the crew. crew. Yeah. How, what's going on there? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> You're plugged in. You know them, right? Okay, but like we're not plugged in. The fans are not plugged into the crew of Big Brother. Sure. Like, we wish them the best. It seems and, like there's an outbreak. Okay, well, they, they don't like directly. The Big Brother cast members are isolated okay, from everyone. Okay. They do not see or touch. I'm just saying human. if this is like a Delta hub. And you're supporting it. That's a, a problem. Listen, <laughs> it shows that they are testing the workers. True. And they are treating them right. Okay. Hopefully. Yes. Let's hope. Let's hope. So, so I, I continue to support a safe working environment. All right. Well, speaking of problematic reality shows, mm-hmm. the Real Housewives of Dallas has been canceled. Oh. Uh, well, uh, I will miss Dr. Tiffany Moon. Okay. I People are all clamoring for a Married to Medicine Dallas just centered around Dr. Tiffany Moon. And that would be amazing. Because I feel like we only got one season of her. I would like her on my screen. Everyone else can go. Is it Dallas? Because Dallas was one season, right? No, Dallas was, this was its, it was premiered the same time Potomac did. Oh, did it? So oh, I think okay. This what they, they, they just completed their fifth season. What was, there was another season that just started that's not Salt Lake City. Or am I wrong? I think you might be wrong. Salt Lake City is the only one that right, started I'm recently. Wrong. I'm a piece of shit. So what are the housewife seasons that only lasted one season? It was DC. Just DC. Oh, just DC. Miami lasted for three and now it's coming back. It's being rebooted for Peacock. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Along with All Stars 2 with a cast and it's all ex-housewives. Cast oh. members are. Wait, wait. <laughs> There's going to be a real Housewives All Stars. Oh, there was. They've already filmed the All Stars one, and that has some current Housewives like Kenya Moore, Cynthia Bailey, uh, Kyle Richards from Beverly Hills, Ramona, uh, Teresa, and Melissa from Jersey. And there's several of those people that I do not believe are All Stars. But then they're about to. Film. And the thing is, these trips they're like going on a vacation it's only a week long so I don't know how many episodes they're getting out of this but they're doing a second one with a much more exciting cast of ex-housewives who are all clamoring to get back on the show centered around Dorinda Medley uh, featuring Vicky Gunvalson who was you know OG of the OC Phaedra Parks incredible comedic performer on uh, Housewives of Atlanta who of course sadly accused Candy of wanting to rape Portia, which got her kicked off the show. I remember that. But yeah. worth the four uh, episode of the reunion. Uh, Eva Mars, Eva the Diva, you know mm-hmm. her. Uh, Brandy Glanville, of course, because she's never going to say no to a check. Uh, Taylor Armstrong, who was also on Beverly Hills, and the one, 
the only, the queen, Miss Jill. Shit. Oh my God. I know. Wait, so, okay, is this like a competition where the winner gets to go back to house? Honestly, basically, it probably is, but it's it's not set up in that way. But I'm sure they're going to look and see who people are responding to and who people like, because I'm sure all of these women would go back to their franchises. I mean, it's called All Stars as if it's a competition and there is a prize. We haven't, they haven't officially named either of these things. Like the first one might be called Housewives Vacation, and the other one might be like, you know, Burke. Sure's trip, you know, but to us, it's just like a housewives mashup of all of these people from these different franchises, which Andy Cohen always said, if ever this show is going downhill, I'm going to just put them all on an island and film it. I'm like, isn't this what you're doing? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what this means, but I am very excited. Apparently, uh, those the you know, ex-housewives are all going to be filmed in Dorinda's Berkshire's house where a lot of iconic Roni things have happened. She also put that house up for uh, Airbnb. So if there are any Housewives fans who want to live like Dorinda and Bethany for a weekend in the Berkshires, you can do that. I just am excited. I just am excited. I am a little upset because Monique was on a podcast. Apparently they asked her to be on this ex-housewives uh, thing and she said no. I mean, I... I understand <laughs> if she wouldn't want to. Is, is she still on Housewives? Money? No, okay. she's not. Uh, okay, maybe then I would say yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't know. She just is so upset about how certain things came across the arena. But it's like, Monique, you came across so much more likable than Giselle did at any point in the season. Why are you upset? Well, and it's also kind of like, this is your chance for redemption. I know. This is your chance to I make know. yourself look good. Yes. Or to remind Andy that you are a star and you should be back on Housewives. Andy, they asked Andy, who would you bring back if you could bring back people to the franchise? He said Monique. Monique is the one who's not going. And it's like... This is a problem, uh, but whatever. She's also kind of a QAnon person, so if I ever get too sad about it, I just remind myself that she believes, like, whether or not you're vaccinated, we all need to love each other. And I'm just like, ugh. Okay, money. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, but I'm very excited. I can't wait to see what Jill brings to the table and the other ladies. I- She'll bring her all-star game. Of course she will. She's Jill Zarin. Because the thing is, Jill and Dorinda are in a little bit of a feud. because oh, good, of like good. So I just can't wait to see it all happen. Good. Watch feud what happens lives. Um, both of those little mix... Um, People who are pregnant have had their babies. That's great. Uh, Perry had one baby and Leanne had a, had twins. I love how they coordinated their pregnancy. I know it's very nice. It's like and, it's like those teenage pregnancy packs. Exactly. The, the, that were all the rage in like what twenty. The Vanderpump Rules cast had a pregnancy pack too, and they all did it. Too. That's funny. I know it's so weird. <laughs> and then they all got fired. <laughs> but oh whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, they also have announced that they're coming out with a greatest hits album with some extra bonus tracks. I believe that's coming out in either November or December. I wasn't sure because like the British people put the uh, day first before the month. Right. It said 12 yes, period 11. <laughs> so I'm like, is that November 12th or is that December 11th? And I was like, Ugh, I don't know. Scroll. I don't know. It'll be here when it's here. <laughs> well, I'm sure our, our listener Montana will let us know. I know she will. And then uh, Jesse Nelson, formerly of Little Mix, is coming out with her solo single called Boys featuring Nicki Minaj. Very soon. Okay. Is it a sequel to the great Little Mix song, Boy? I don't know. And I don't know if it's a sequel to Boys by uh, Britney featuring Pharrell or uh, Charlie XCX Boys. There are a lot of good boy songs out there. I saw a video of Little Mix. That yeah. I don't know if they posted themselves, but it was like the three remaining members and like Jesse, like all their old like footage and yeah. just Jesse is just always cut out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the cropping of the video. It's like you can yeah. tell it's like cropped out and like expanded Yikes. to like fill the screen so it looks like there's oh there's always been three of was them. Was this on their Instagram? Where did you see this? I saw that on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. Awkward. Well, 
I hope the song's good, but it's also a little bit like you, you know, I guess I get it. She felt that just the pressure was being in the group and being compared to the other girls. But it's like, weren't you having mental breakdowns being a pop star? And now you like are very quickly ready with new music. Well, if the music's good, if the music's good, the music's good. Um, Well, speaking of former girl group members, Normani has announced on Twitter and is letting the world know that they have the VMAs have not booked her for a performance of Wild Side. She, uh, someone tweeted, Cardi B tweeted, I hope my girls Lizzo and Normani are performing at the VMAs. Finger crossed, finger crossed, please, 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 prayer hands. And I guess she's saying that because like she's so pregnant, she wouldn't be performing with them. (laughs) And Normani just responded, they haven't booked me yet. Upside down, smiley face. <sighs> and then she like goes back and forth. Cardi B says, add VMAs, hashtag book Normani. Uh, someone says, the odds are always against Normani, and I'm honestly fucking tired. She just says, drained. Uh, someone said, I knew it. My poor baby Normani RC is so trash. And she says, nope, they have been doing everything in their power. So apparently the label's not the problem. The VMA's the problem. Okay. She, that motivation performance was otherworldly. Like, she did an amazing job. I would love to see her on stage again. Um... I feel like Lil Nas X performing, you know, and okay. Camila Cabello is performing. Okay, who else? Like, who good else is has know. like new music? I out need to now. look at who's performing again. I saw a Normani. list; those are the only two that I remember. But Normani, I mean, come on, the people want. I would want to see it. Maybe like Normani can be like, I'll premiere a new song. Yeah, ex- like, ex- if that's what you want, have her do that. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, so as long as the song's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's nothing worse than like I'm going to premiere a new song live and it's like it's fucking like, garbage. Uh, it's like oof. She just stuck yeah. with the single girl. I don't know what it's that like, is. Let's make sure the song is as good as Slave for You and there's a snake. Mm, and what a night. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. you said you initially didn't like it. Just okay. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't know there was Drag Matt Palmer Day. Um, lastly, I feel like we've talked about this about other famous people who have said this, but Daniel Craig has called inheritance distasteful and will get rid of money and not give any inheritance to his children. Huh. What's the point of making money and having children if you're not going to give your money to your children? It's you like it's your responsibility to provide for right? your family, and it's not saying, and it like there can obviously even be stipulations of, of like, course. oh, once they graduate college or at they're at this age, they don't, you know, they get this amount. There are ways yeah. to set this up, or if that, like, like your kid's a mess, it's just like, oh, no, 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 no. yes, exactly. <laughs> there are ways to set this up to like make sure that your kid's not just going to be a spoiled brat who's does nothing, but it's like. You, you can't take it with you, Daniel Craig. Come the fuck on. You've been in every James Bond movie. You hated the last half of them that you were in. You're still pissed about it. Give your kids that money. I just think it's odd for him to describe it as distasteful. Right. You right. know? And, I, yeah, I don't I don't understand. Especially because, like, your kids could use that money right. to, like, help their futures right. and everything. Right. And it's even, if like... They'll still be able to work for their own money. Exactly, but your money will help that. Like you worked so hard, right, for your money to provide for your family, right? And you're that's what families do. They I provide know. for each other even in death. Yeah, no, <laughs> like not Daniel Craig or Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, <laughs> who might be leaving an inheritance, but that mom's not getting a cent. I don't think Quentin has kids. Oh, does he not? I don't think that's so. Probably for the best. <laughs> Is there any other news for idiots I didn't talk about? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. Oh, wait. Oh, the FDA approved Pfizer. Yay, everyone get their shots. I mean, were there really people out there holding out saying, look, it's not FDA approved? They said they were. So you know what? Prove that you were telling the truth, people. Tell tell me this isn't a fucking lie. Because it's like, it's time. It's time. I would like a normal life, please. Delta variant is dragging us all down and we don't need it. You're, yeah. you're making this worse. Those kids in Florida need to go back to school. 
I mean, they're already in school and they're killing each other. <laughs> but they, and they, they're fucking parents. They need to go back to school safely. Okay, well, that's So get happening. your shots. All right, well, let's take a quick break and be back with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye. Oh, not bye. No. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so two of us are back. Justin has left the room. He has. He didn't know we were going to record in this room. I know. So we awkwardly <laughs> just kind of like held him hostage in this room and just started going. Oh, he's fine. I mean, but he, he said he'll listen to the second half on his own. Exactly. Means, yes, another listener. We love, I mean, he listens pretty regularly. Okay, well, I know. thank you so much for listening, we, yes, Justin. Yes, uh, Justin's a king. Yes. Uh, so this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. So we got an email this week from Doni. Hi, Doni. Doni says, would you rather... Hey, y'all, earning potential aside, assume they'll be the same. Would you rather be a one-hit wonder that has a song that means a lot to a lot of people, perhaps in a movie kind of like A Thousand Miles, Mm. or an indie-slash-underground artist that never has a hit but a consistent fan base that cares for your entire discography-slash-new releases? I would choose the second one because it feels like in the first scenario you're going to probably continue putting out music and there's no one's going to listen to it and no one's going to respond to it and it's just going to be like oh you're the thousand miles lady sorry vanessa which i don't <laughs> believe is i like several of vanessa's albums post a thousand miles oh so harmonium oh yes classic yes um but if the options are basically have one single and then have nothing or have a continual like long lasting career that like people follow and care about your new things you want people always to care about the new thing of course you know but like like how little will people care about you? Is it like literally like you release one song and absolutely no one if, is listening to the rest of your saying, music? If we're saying if we're saying earning potentials the same, essentially yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know this is hard for you because you like being a flash in the pan. I do not <laughs> like being a flash. But you'd rather in the pan, be. But I, I feel like I we've like, had this conversation about acting. Like if you could be a flash in the pan, be a really big deal. Or just like have a steady, steady career. You pick Flash. In the well, pan. it's not so much like be a Flash or like a real, really big deal, but it's like a, an Alexander Hamilton, as he would say, or has Lin Manuel Miranda would have Alexander Hamilton okay. say, "I want to have something that's going to outlive me." Mm. So if something is like so insanely big, yeah, like that will outlive and and you know be remembered forever. But what if your thing you remember forever you made when you were twenty two? Well. At least people will still remember it. No, this is no. Well, it depends on how big that one big thing is. It's a thousand miles. <laughs> uh, a thousand miles was such a big hit. It was. It was such a big hit. But I wouldn't call her just like a flash in the No, I, like, I wouldn't either, but I'm like, just using the song as an example. Mm-hmm. Mm, if I made like a thriller and then nothing else was successful, I, I'd be fine. I think it's one song, not like an album. If I made the song Thriller okay. and the music video for it, <laughs> all right. and it was Thriller, like yes. if it was like the best music video of all time, right. and then nothing else, I'd be cool with that. All right. But if it's not like at that level of iconicness, yes. then I would agree with you. I would go for the latter. Okay. I would say. All right. Yeah. It's tough. 
because you want obviously want that huge giant success. But I, you know, if I've learned anything from Miss Mariah Carey, longevity, longevity, that's the longevity. goal. It's, it's about just longevity. So hard because everything we make is just so. I know. It's. I mean, we clearly don't have to worry about this because we've been around for a while. We already have achieved that longevity, darling. We have that longevity because we keep going and we going do. and going, even when no one listens. I mean, the thing is, the people listen. The people listen. The people listen. That's the thing. Like at first two game ads, ain't nobody listening. <laughs> That's and true. now as the years go on, People we listen. just passed 25,000 subscribers. Wow, we like so. that. We like that. Every time we like get a new thousand, I like screen cap it on my phone. Do you? Okay, good. I do. I'd like to see like that. Kind of fun. And also, just if anyone has any feelings about this, I have a, a future idea. We, I need just to get a camera that doesn't cut off every twelve seconds, like our our twelve <laughs> minutes, like our current camera does. So I'm saving up for that. And what I want to do is to actually film us. Doing the podcast, I feel like I see a lot of people doing their podcast on video, and it's like mm-hmm. we obviously have a video set up. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't we do that? And then maybe put the the audio up first, and then a couple of days later put the video up on the channel and have more people find it that way. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal for you know in the next year or so because yeah. it's like that camera costs a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's it does. It's yeah. expensive. Yeah. We look good. We look, and you know, people like watching they like do. a podcast and everything. And you have this beautiful bedroom set up. That's true. So it's might true. as well have the people see it. All right, so let us know what you think about that and if you'd be interested because it, it's hopefully coming. Yeah, because people don't like it when we upload just the they audio of the podcast. They don't. They're so, always just like, what the hell is this? It's like, whatever, it's a podcast. Eat shit. <laughs> That's my <laughs> response. So Matt Steele, yes. what's been giving you moments, darling? So Friday, I didn't totally lie when I said that I was running late. Um, I actually did see a movie on Friday yeah. and it was called Coda. Okay. Um, and Coda is is um, about this young girl named Ruby and she is, comes from a deaf family. Her okay. mom, dad, and brother are all deaf and she is the only hearing member of mm. this family. And her family works on a boat catching fish and everything. And so she has to work for them in the morning. Did Nile DeMarco then, tweet our Instagram story about this movie? I imagine. I feel so, like he yeah. did. <laughs> and uh, she has to like work on the boat early in the mornings and then go to school and everything. Mm. And she discovers in this time, her senior year, how much she loves music and how much she loves singing and everything. Oh. And uh, so she essentially has to like tell her parents, I want to become a singer. And they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're just like, like, we can't hear you. I, I literally do not know yeah. what to make of this. Um, and it is such a beautiful movie. Wow. It's just so lovely. It, it, I loved it so much because it's getting a lot of critical acclaim, but it's so simple and mm. so family friendly. And people of all ages can enjoy it and can be moved by it. The performances are really great. It has Marley Matlin in it, Academy Award winner for Children of a Lesser God. Um, And the performance uh, of the guy who plays the father, his name is Troy Kotzer. Mm. I believe that's how you say his last name, is so excellent. I just loved it all the way around. It was directed by... uh, uh, I believe it's Cian Header. I don't know if it's Cian or if it's like just a way to spell Sean, a different oh, way of spelling Sean. Okay. Um, but it it's it's so great, and I love nothing more than like a well done movie that appeals to all ages mm, and all demographics. You do like, like that. literally everyone can enjoy this because it reminds me of those family movies from the late eighties, early nineties, mm. where they're fun, they're emotional, but like not too heavy. Yeah, they're just sweet wonderful movies so i know it's on apple tv plus or yeah. whatever you can watch it but if you don't have it like we don't uh I'm, oh we do oh we do yeah 
I didn't know we yeah, did. Yeah, I got it free with my phone, so we have it for a few, little bit more. Oh, more cute. Time, well, yeah. you should watch it. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> but I saw it in the theater because okay. you know, I love going to the theater. Yeah. Um, and so I think everyone should check it out because honestly, like everyone can enjoy it. Mm. It's lovely. There's music. She's got such a lovely voice. I I really just enjoyed it a lot. All right, great. Yeah. What about you, Matt Palmer? Um, well, for me, I haven't consumed that much media, but I was mentioning earlier I watched a few episodes of The OC, and I just have to say, justice for Autumn Reeser, who plays Taylor Townsend on this show. After Misha Barton has requested to get off the show The OC, Autumn Reeser steps in as basically like the fourth member of like the main cast, mm-hmm. and she is kind of, I guess uh, Justin said she was introduced as kind of a villain, and she is so needy and like so um, kind of just like a desperate, really wound type kind of nerd kind of girl, but her character is so funny and brings so much levity to the show that started out as like, a dramedy but had some comedic moments and like kind of leaned into the comedy more at the beginning and then as it got went further and further down the soap opera route it got very serious it got very dark especially you know Marissa dies so mm-hmm. it gets dark and I feel like she brings so much levity and so much joy and so much light back into the show that I think is the main reason like I was watching the episodes we watched and just like cackling at everything she said I think she's a brilliant actress she is so funny and she brings the show back to what it should have been the whole time which is always having that comedic slant and I feel like she's such an underrated and undervalued member of that cast because obviously she comes in so late to being like a, a big part of the show. But I really, really love I feel like the fact that she is like this needling and kind of obsessive love interest trying to get Ryan, who's like still mourning the loss of Marissa, to be into her is just so funny and it's so desperate. And like she has these ridiculous storylines where she's just like, I'm married to someone who's French and I have to get you to sign this paperwork saying that we're like, in a relationship together and then like Ryan comes around to it and he kisses her and then like she's in love and it's like I can relate girl I'm in love too <laughs> I I love how just like we as homosexuals can appreciate a needy but, oh. but likable woman she and she was <laughs> it. like yes and, but I feel like in the, in the those years of the 2000s that type of girl was not cool and no one liked her like all the whole point of the show at this point is like all the characters are like oh Taylor Townsend <laughs> yeah. and I'm like queen I love you oh. I, she's so like guileless and like blatant and has no shame about like how ridiculous she is it's great I love that especially yeah I just love thinking about like the trend in like what characters are popular at the time because like at that time like no one would have been having her I imagine no. I don't know I've never seen the OC but I can just imagine everyone who watched was just like oh my god fuck her right but now I mean like Olivia Rodrigo is just the Hello. biggest star on the planet Hello. and she is obsessive and yes. needy and we're just like yes aren't we all yes you gotta wear your heart on the sleeve and Taylor Townsend does it just like Olivia Rodrigo and I, and I guess when this is out Olivia Rodrigo probably was three uh. <laughs> so we won't get into that nope. too much but I just recommend watching the fourth season again because the show had obviously gotten off track in season three it gets very good and I think a lot of that is because of Taylor Townsend and the inclusion of that character I really really enjoyed watching her. and I'm gonna finish out the whole season just because I'm like I'm invested in the season of the show that I have not watched in 15 years I just I'm in I'm you haven't rewatched it in 15 I know years? I always try to start at the beginning and but the episodes are a whole hour <laughs> and you know I love a good 22 minutes I like t- a neat tight 22 that's why I I one of these days I'm going to like re-binge the entirety of Degrassi oh my generation. god 
And I'm so excited. Is for it on it. Netflix? Uh, I think there's like a YouTube ah. like channel for it with like high quality. Oh, that's good. Um, because my brother and his boyfriend over COVID, like they were like, "What can we do that's productive?" Finish the entirety of Degrassi: <laughs> The Next Generation. So my brother, of course, made my, his boyfriend watch the entirety of it and everything. Right. And I really just like want to rewatch and see the arcs of because there were seasons that just were just the bottom of the totally. bottom, and then it rose again to like be better than it's ever been. Right. And so it's so exciting to see that journey and everything. And that's the thing about the OC. It's like if it was made today, it could have lasted so much longer because the season lengths on these are hour long shows Mm -hmm. with like 24, 25 episodes a season. And they were burning through plot lines. It's like by the middle of season two, Marissa's already in a lesbian relationship. Like we're going too fast. (laughs) We are checking off too many boxes. It just goes entirely too fast. Mm -hmm. But I really stand by that it finds a really good place in season four. And I feel like we, we don't talk about it enough. Okay. Justice for season four of the Justice OC. Justice for season four. Yes. All right, Matt Steele. Is there anything else you want to tell the people before we bid them adieu? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more 2K Matt's The Podcast. Bye. Bye. Justin's cheering from the living yes, room. Yes, we can see him. We can hear it through the walls. <laughs>